I am Jupiter, and I am the Marshal. I am Oz, and I am playing Gus Rissle Lodge. It's Bamps, and I'm playing Sal Roxhall. This is Cotton, and I am playing Seamus McKinnon. And this is uh, Super Cookie, and I'm your friendly neighborhood pepper. So all of you find yourself in the town of Cherryvale, Kansas. Uh, it is a packed uh, saloon tonight, and the saloon is called the Buffalo Chip. The four of you have found a table. There's a couple other gentlemen that are with you. Uh, just sitting there playing cards. Uh, like I said, packed house. You have people shouting, talking, laughing. There's a piano playing in the background. The saloon girls are, are laughing. Um, really, really packed. Uh, and you guys know that Cherryvale town, it's a town that you stop in on the way to somewhere else. So yeah, liquor's flowing. You guys are playing cards. Um, what we'll do is for each hand, we'll have everybody roll their gambling. If you do not have the gambling skill, you will just roll your smarts. Okay, wonderful. Okay. No one here has gambling, do they? We're good? Yes, one person <laughs> has gambling. Oh, oh, I have gambling. <laughs> I rolled a four on my gambling. Okay, I rolled a two. Okay. I rolled a two with a wild die of one. I don't know what that is. Uh, you just take your results. Like the wild die is the you know main mechanic for the system. And I rolled a four. Ooh. Uh, player five. I said you had two gentlemen sitting with you. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, if they don't have the skill, they get a negative two. Okay, so he got a three and he got a four. So, who won that round? Tied between Pepper and Sal. No, Sal has the skill. He doesn't have a minus two. Right, but Pepper also apparently has the skill. Oh, she does? No, uh-uh. I just rolled uh -uh. no smarts. Okay. Oh, she just rolled smarts. Oh. No. Okay. Oh, okay. So I rolled a zero. No, yeah. just, you know. Yeah, I'll just I'll just take all of this, all of this here. So you got two bucks. Uh, the person collecting two dollars worth of uh, chips or bits, whatever it is we're using to gamble here. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a younger guy, maybe maybe twenty years old. If you're if you're giving him a couple of months, um, wearing just like normal standard traveling clothes. He does have some spurs on his boots. Although, if you come in, he does not have a horse. His belt does support a Colt Frontier. And there is a knife that is down on a boot. But with arms as skinny as he has, he's probably not too good with that knife. Or maybe not even. His rucksack of stuff that he has, you know, bedroll, camping things, stuff for Frontier living is on the side. However... Place with a a bit of reverence almost is this little case that is as road worn as the rest of him, but it is something that he makes sure to keep close to him and is 
uh, paying attention to. And he begins the shuffle for the next hand. So the young man is shuffling up, ready to deal. Uh, is anybody saying anything, or do you just want to let him deal and see what happens next? We lost that hand, right? So we, we, yeah. you know, we lost that round. <sighs> Seamus will curse and throw the cards to the table face down. No need to be upset, old timer. You know, Lady Love around again. His furtive, his furtive eyes narrow at the dealer. He just licks the top of his, licks the roof of his mouth and the back of his teeth. Deal him. In the meantime, this old black-haired fella with a, uh, he's still got his black uh, Stetson on as a uh, gentleman throws down his cards, just leans forward with a pale hand. He picks one up and he compares it to the cards that he was holding. Kind of looks between one and the other, shakes his head, puts them back down on the table and pushes it forward. Say, Lady Luck will uh, come back around, huh? You talking to me? Don't think I was. <sighs> All right, right. Seem a little uh, nervous. What makes you say that? Well, you're uh, chugging air about as hard as a locomotive right now. Huh. Am I? And he'll turn back away. <laughs> All right, let's give me them cards here and let's see if old Gristle can get a couple of dollars back. And the lady at the table just leans over and spits, looking nothing like a lady, waiting for this manly show to get on, on its way. All right, let's roll up the, another hand. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Beats, man. Yes. That's Crystal with a D4 that exploded into a six. I, Sal, rolled a one. Got a three on my wild die. She wow. just got a five. Pepper exploded her D6 into a ten, which is... After a negative two, a mess with a raise. Like Lady Luck found the lady. Looks like Lady Luck. Uh, so yeah, the the two other players at this hand, um, their money is gone, and it's gone to the uh, not so lady lady like uh, Pepper. And with that, they get you know they grumble. Time for a drink, and you see them both get up. And walk over. Nobody takes their seat. That's uh, mm, that's a good idea. Hmm. And uh, this old man, and he stinks of whiskey and tobacco. Just it radiates off of him. It's more than likely he's got even in this day and age this just aura of like four or five feet behind him where nobody wants to stand and have a good time because he's just so foul with the smell of whiskey and he has a bottle in his left hand and he just tips it back and he, you just see him swallow once twice three times and a third of the bottle is gone by the time he sets it back down and he licks his lips looks at his cards again puts them on the uh, table and 
Well, I guess they say better luck next time, miss. You did well. Some misses. Thank you. You don't say. Yeah, I, I don't say. Thank you for your money. Good gentleman, are you going to abandon this game? Because luck did find the lady, in fact. I'm just waiting for a horse to get shooed before I'm on my way. Figured I'd try and get a couple of dollars, and some gentleman outside said it was a good idea to sit at this table and provided no uh, demon warshipping huckster of the Boyle's Book of Games steps inside this establishment. I thought I had a chance, but it seems I've met my match, Mrs. You can call me Pepper. Pepper. Mrs. Pepper. Where have I heard that name before? Didn't there was there was a there was a pepper with uh with a circus with uh with P.T. Barnum's group, wasn't there? Was that you? It was a long, long time ago. And she just gathers up the money and the cards. Clearly no more eye contact. Crystal will make a note. Say, like, well, yeah, there's a lot that was a long time ago. I understand. Saw it once when I was a boy. It was, it was a wonderful show. She just shuffles and deals the cards. As soon as the cards flip over, Seamus jumps up and goes, Ha! Read all of you like a book! I knew it! <laughs> you you're right there, buddy? Oh yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I was starting to think that this was just, uh, you know, a game based around luck, and that people who didn't know anything could beat people who do. But I, I was wrong. I should have given it more time, and I'm glad I did. I'll be taking these. <laughs> now, when you reach forward for the the money, Seamus. Uh, is it evident that like one hand is normal and one hand is kind of fixed as it scoops forward? Uh, yeah, pretty much. He's gonna have to like take his uh, his left arm and uh, he just like props his elbow kind of on the table so he can lean forward. He is kind of short and has a round belly, so he kind of has to do that anyway. And only his right arm kind of comes and and scrapes it off, but he can, you know, kind of like pulls it back and. Uh, can reach down and use his other arm to kind of like halfway pull up a satchel as he slides the coins down off from the table into the top of the bag. Bristol's going to lean back long enough to light a cigar, get that that wonderful sound of a match striking against the table. He takes a second to to finish lighting the cigar and looks over at this gentleman. So, um, what else you got there up that sleeve other than that hand? You wouldn't be cheating, now, would you? Y'all wouldn't be casting dispersions upon my character, now, would y'all? You'd, ha- you'd have to have character for I could cast um, disappearance on it. <laughs> no thing to worry about for me is a real hot hand. He grins, showing uh, yellowed teeth. At that, uh, well, I don't know how you're going to shuffle these cards and deal them, Seamus, but... <clears throat> clumsily. <laughs> While you are doing that clumsily, <laughs> one of the saloon girls will walk over. 
Well, howdy. I heard talk of cheating over here. <laughs> Just a bunch of sour grapes. The only kind of fruit that grows out this far west. <laughs> well, that's good, because Doc, and she'll indicate back over to the bar, Doc doesn't like any cheaters in his saloon. We, you know, the buffalo chip has a reputation to uphold. What reputation would that be? Well, it'd be in a fine, upstanding establishment. Well, there is plenty of standing going on in here. More than I figured for uh, this stop through town. I know, isn't it great? I'm going to make so much money in tips tonight. Well, I'm also, I'm really surprised you guys aren't talking. What is that hubbub? Well. Well, at West, there's a lot of murders. I think you're going to have to be a bit more specific. Oh, no, no. Oh, well, wouldn't be proper of me to discuss such horrifying occurrence. And she'll kind of hold her hand out. Well, you know, uh, go on, big spender. <laughs> yeah, we, we, it's, it's important to keep abreast of the, of the news, I guess. And he'll put a uh, two coins in her palm. Yeah, that's some kind of breast. <laughs> You're all bad and you should feel bad. <laughs> Russell points at his word. eyes, points at Sal, nods once. Sal just <laughs> salutes with his uh, probably just ale or beer. Whatever it is, it's cheap. Uh, as soon as the coins are in her palm, it's down the front of her it's just, well, I heard they found like a half dozen bodies in the ground. That's what, that's where bodies are supposed to, supposed to be, ma'am. Well, one of these bodies is the, was the brother of Colonel York. His doctor brother had gone missing and they found him buried up there. He died by suspicious means. Well, it'd have to be. She'll kind of get really like a serious look on her face and she'll do a quick sign of the cross and she'll say. Mighty nice to bury him afterwards, I suppose. Well, the marshal said they did it to, to hide their evil doings. Once they got the colonel's brother, well, that uh, wrapped up their time. Won't be long before the marshal brings them all in, I'm sure. Uh, real bad news is what happens when this colonel gets a hair up his ass. <laughs> I have some experience with colonels who get a hair up their ass, especially when one's brother goes missing. <sighs> Might be interfering with those who have business doesn't need to be interfered in. Is that where your hand went? I've been worried. Look at him. Well, <laughs> good one. It's a long story. All of a sudden, there's a shout from the bar. Eliza! Get your ass over here. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. I, I gotta go. I'll try to come back later. She scoots off. Pepper takes her whole shot in front of her. Smacks her glass back on the table. Goddamn devil worshippers. I wonder if that was even true. I wonder if they even believed it was true. Bunch of superstitious nut jobs or just trying to look like it. 
Oh, I don't know. I've seen the devil walk these crossroads before. You said you've seen the devil, have you? Sure. Sometimes he has two fake hands instead of just one. Hmm. <sighs> I ain't saying it ain't never happened, but I ain't gonna say I believe you saw him. Well, that's fine. I mean, I've seen a lot of things on the road, driving the coach, driving the wagon. Uh, is that what you do? Carry people, goods, up and back and forth from civilization out to these Hennelins? Sure. Sometimes I carry coffins back, whatever pays. Now that, I can rate toast to. He'll take his uh, his glass of whiskey that he's been nursing, raise it, and take a swig. I would share a drink with you, but it looks like you're all out. Well, that just means you can go ahead and be for the next round. Ah, that sounds fantastic. What? Thank you, sir. Quite gentlemanly of you. On account of you winning all that money. Well, I would like to do whatever it would take to unalloy my reputation from the damage that may have been inflicted upon it. You know, word travels, he'll wag a finger. So, I guess it's up to me to deal him. He'll take it. And after that, like he's clumsily trying to make it. <laughs> he's like one hand shuffling it in a series of cuts. There we go. And then he'll have to turn it over one at a time. You know, I once heard tell of man with one arm was cattle rustler on account that, you know, cows had something that he didn't, which was three additional lambs. A uh, real feared gentleman, he, uh, that, that fake hand of his had some kind of fire-throwing device, and, um, well, they 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 called it the the barbecue of Lawrence uh, when when the, they found his uh, evidence of his doings. Uh, it smelled amazing, but uh, there were a lot of sad people that day on account of no more cows. <laughs> well, maybe you did see that or hear about it. It's probably just a story about some guy who had a cattle or had a branding iron as a some type of prosthetic. Well, with that ghost rock, you can do just about anything. Oh, and how? Well, I don't know how. (sighs) Now that, I believe. Anyway, cards are dealt. Play them. Dating on with her on a cheat. I mean, looking looking at what we've got, I don't know if you'll have to, but you might want to anyway. Because if I win with a three, you'll never hear the end of it. Uh, I will need to re-roll that. Okay. Wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. How many bees do we get? You've three. got, you have, they have three, you have five. Okay. Eh. So, if I'm uh, reading this correctly, I have one with, no, I have one with a three. Uh, is that I, what I'm reading here? I think I get yes, to choose wild die? between, which means I I could choose my, my wild die to four on my first roll. Ah, uh, there you go. Okay. I have my penalty. 
That's, which I guess if I had realized that I wouldn't have gotten a spent the penny. Uh, we had Gristle with a with a two, Pepper with a two and a two, Seamus with a, a one, and then Sal coming in with a with a four die, trying the Benny for bigger payouts, and failed and failed. Lady Luck has left me. Seems that it has. <sighs> what do to say about women? All too fickle. Present company accepted. I lean back so as to not get hit in any kind of crossfire that might just happen. Gristle mm-hmm. leaned back in his chair as well, puffing on his cigar. It's a nice violin case you got there the part where you tell me oh, my, my story. Look, I got one. He reaches for the deck of cards and starts shuffling. My pappy time saw this guy as a character. He looks on mm-hmm. his face for a little bit of recognition. Was a guy couldn't help but notice that there were some acts that were happening around some of the images that he was taking. That a certain way station that he was involved in had uh, an unfortunate end. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? I believe I've heard that story before. Yeah, so let's just not worry about my case with my my well true legal means of sustaining myself. So your your pappy gave you that uh, that fiddle case. Is that, is that what this means? Passed down through the family federations. I thought I recognized that case. It's black leather exterior. I don't know about no accidents on the wagon route, but I certainly remember a gentleman with that case and a snot-nosed boy some years back. I remember. You smell her, but who knows if my memory is any good. <laughs> Probably right. <laughs> Probably right. And he'll take another long drink of whiskey from his bottle. Seamus will slap his will slap his knee. <laughs> so the gentleman who knows everything's get a little caught in his tongue. Well, I wouldn't know about that. So y'all two know each other? Friends or something? No. No, I knew his pappy once. A long time ago. But time changes us all. And in the end, we're all in the ground. Like his pappy, but not me today. And not the boy. And not Lefty here. And not yourself. That's certainly true. Truer words haven't been spoken around this poker table, I'm sure. And she just holds her shot glass up. Waving it around. Grissel lifts his bottle. Absolutely. And the shameless will finish his drink. As Sal uh, deals the cards, the saloon doors swing open, and with it, the smell of cigar smoke fills the room. A very um, different smell. Not like normal cigarettes or cigars that you've been smelling in the saloon. This is, has its own unique uh, scent. Mm. 
As you look towards the saloon, uh, the saloon doors, as everyone else does, they see a very large man. He's like four, six, five, giant man. And he is in a cloud of smoke with a giant fat cigar in his mouth and a star on his chest. And when he sees everybody looking at him and the place goes quiet, he calmly my hat walks down. over to a wall. Same pulls out a piece of paper and proceeds to start nailing it. And you'll see the bartender holler. Smokes, what are you doing to my wall? You can't just you can't just throw stuff you can't just hammer stuff to it. He shoots the bartender a look. The bartender goes silent. He turns around, looks up at the room, slowly walks out. Seamus lets out a breath that he has been holding in since that door opened. On the wall, he has nailed up a piece of paper with four pencil sketches of two women and two men. Uh, one man is an older gentleman, the next is younger, then it's an older woman, and then a younger woman. You'll see the names. The younger woman is called Kate. The older woman is called Ma Bender. The older man is Pa Bender. And the young man is called John Junior. Under it, it says wanted, dead or alive, $10,000. There's a moment where that silence still lingers, but then all of a sudden, it is as if everyone stood up at once to go and get it close. And there's just a giant crowd formed around the walls, little wanted poster. Gus doesn't move. And I am positive that if he could read, he would be very impressed by that number. You can see that there's a lot of zeros. Yeah, it's a one and a bunch of zeros, and there's a comma in there. And you'll know that little symbol usually means more money. <laughs> Dal stays at the table for a little bit. Seamus' eyes are just furtively darting amongst all of his fellow gamblers, card players, and everyone else in this room. He's trying to trying to analyze everyone's face and eyes and movements at once and being overwhelmed and trying to do so. Bristle look up towards the crowd of people, the big zeros and the portrait of four people, makes a quick note, looks uh back over at the table of people and sees someone as equally as anxious as he is. You are got somewhere you're going there, Lefty? Yeah. I gotta go take a piss. He'll shove himself back, and uh, he's going to uh, walk toward wherever the nearest outhouse or facilities are. Okay. But on the way back, he's gonna stop by that goddamn poster. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just going to the outhouse and then coming back, and that's it. 100%. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's just gonna go out there for, like, an awkward amount of I time. Mean, if you want to go out at night by yourself in the weird west, you can for a long time and see what happens. That would... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a, a what, is this not a bastion of civilization? <laughs> no, this is a little bitty town on the way to somewhere bigger. God damn this it. is Cherryville. <laughs> we are in eastern Kansas, close to the Oklahoma border. He, as uh, he, he's going to walk outside and uh, and f around the corner, 
and uh, you know he's trying to fiddle with like his with, like the, the buttons on his pants, and it's not working great. So he looks left, he looks right, and he reaches over to his arm, and you see him crank something, and you can hear the the tiny whine of uh, just and a slight green glow coming out from under his sleeve. His arm uh, jolts and turns and twists, and then becomes uh, able to work. And he is able to use the facilities, cuts it back off, looks around, and walks back inside. Well, okay. things happen inside. Is there any conversation happening at the table? Do you want me to stay with uh, Seamus? Now, that, that was just that's just going to happen over like a four, you know, a two yeah. and a half, three minute period of time, yeah. and then yeah. meanwhile, whatever's happening is happening. That's why I'm asking: Is there anything oh. happening at the table, or can I stay with Seamus? Stay with Seamus. Stick stay with him, kid. Stuff is so interesting. This is peeing. <laughs> but, well, he's gonna come back and look at the poster, guys. Okay, so I, I'm also uh, going to go look when there's uh, when there's an. Opportunity. I feel like the GM wants us to look at the poster. I feel. Like... <laughs> you have to look at the poster. You do whatever you want. I'm just saying, okay, you're yeah. there. You do whatever you want. Uh, so when you come back in and you get a little closer to that crowd of people looking at the poster, shame. You'll see five men that are, like, clapping each other on the back, smiling, laughing. And they're just like, oh, this is going to be the biggest payday we ever had. Good God, let us go rustle these killers up. And they're just so happy. And they're one of them's just like, yeah, bushwhackers, going to go do it again. And, and they just go off in a group laughing and smiling. The Seamus recognize? Any of these people? Uh, no. You don't recognize them, but there are other people there. You can always ask, like, what the shit? Sure. You go to that <laughs> same waitress and say, Oh, Eliza. Yeah, no. Eliza. Well, yeah, honey, what can I do for you? Yeah, uh, I couldn't help. He'll beckon toward the poster. Look at all of them zeros there and. <sighs> Makes a man think about being a little bit more active than just dealing cards. But do you, you know anything about any of these four people? Well, honey, how much have you had to drink tonight? These are the people I was telling you about. The right. I mean, of course, I, I put that together, you know. Yeah. But do you the know matter. anything about them? I mean, do you know them? Oh, heavens, no. They ran some little grocery slash in just north of town and i i guess that's where they uh did their their evil deeds huh gotta say that it's the most impressive satanist i've ever seen well and she'll kind of get closer to you and she'll say it's going around that kate she'll point to the young woman kate has powers she's one of them clairvoyant speaks to devils and demons and John Jr. there, well, he would come here in the bar once in a while, but he is kind of a simpleton. Huh. Well, he used to run a grocery store in uptown. North of town, yes. Honey. North of town. Anybody got that place now? Took it over or is it abandoned? No, they're still up there. They just found this, this stuff out like a couple of days ago. There's huh. people driving up there to go look. Just a bunch of gawkers, just ghouls in my book. Well, 
Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate it. Well, if you appreciate it, how about I bring you over a bottle? At first, he'll he'll start to shake his head. Actually, yeah, I think that's a good idea. He'll smile. Here you go, ma'am. He'll throw another coin or two down. Mm-hmm. He'll take the... Uh, no, go ahead. As he turns around, the grin still on his face, he takes his hand and, like, pushes the, his uh, his oversized sombrero slightly forward, and he jauntily walks toward the uh, the table and plops down. You look mighty pleased with yourself. Yes, I do. Can't help but feel lucky. How about you? <laughs> oh, Gressel feels like his luck ran out a while ago, and I'm just kind of spending money to spend it. <sighs> Couldn't help but notice something. You know, you, you, you fancy yourself as a reader of people. I can tell you over here trying to call everybody out, and that's how you play this game, I bet. I don't follow. <laughs> I think you do. He leans in. Yeah, I think I'm at a table full of sharps. And I'll tell you what else I saw. That poster got nailed up there. And every slack-jawed yokel in this whole damn place jumped up. Right? Mm-hmm. Wrong. Except he takes his index finger and slowly brings it down to the table. The people at this here table. I wonder why that is. You don't care about $10,000. Well, I suppose I could. I'm going to get up from the thick over towards the posters. Okay. Yeah, maybe you just don't like crowds. Oh, there's a little bit of that. But I also know that in the end, things kind of work themselves out. And Well, if if God or his uh, wayward son, or I don't know what you'd call him, but if they will it, we'll meet them on the crossroads. I think I want that $10,000. Ain't nothing but trouble. I agree. But is it $10,000 worth of trouble? I don't know about y'all, but I already got the trouble. Might as well get the money. I suppose I could use more whiskey and cigars. Are you looking to round up a posse? Is that what this is? Yeah, I can't do everything by myself. And I ain't from here. I don't know this place. I go off by myself. One of those slack-jawed some bitches probably get the drop on me. Put some $2 pistol in my ribs. I can't say I've been in this exact town, but they're all the same. I've been through a lot of them. And, well, if a sheriff walks in here and nails something to the wall about a couple of locals, it means that the locals have flown the coop. Yeah, but I know where they were cooped up. <laughs> so sounds like y'all are going to need a tracker then. Wow, you know one? I just might. Hmm. Well, yeah, I think I know about where they were cooped up. And all we got to do is get there first and follow the feathers. Okay, let's go to over to Sal. You're over the poster? Yeah. 
What you doing there? There's a few people lingering. So I'm doing a, a few things. One I'm doing is looking to see if there's any shiny sitting in anybody's. They may not miss later. There's one gentleman with a, a pocket watch. Yeah. The chain think... is hanging out of the pocket and the watch is sitting on his uh, vest, just, you know, just hooked on. I... You going to pickpocket I think I might try. Okay. What's the worst that could happen? Marshall puts a poster up. Maybe it was you. just the. I don't know. What to <laughs> about this clearly just the a mistake. I found this on the ground. <laughs> there you go. That's a seven on my thievery. On your thievery, and he would mm -hmm. roll a. We roll perception. While you're uh, sidling up and and stealing this this pocket watch, you'll hear some talk going around. Uh, you'll hear some people talking about how Doc sure is happy that this happened because it's brought in a lot of business. Um, another person says he would pay good money if somebody would bring the heart back of one of the vendors, you know, for tourism. A mighty interesting said I said that. Yes. <laughs> uh, you'll hear other people say that uh, exactly, basically confirming what Eliza already told you. Kate would uh, tell people she was clairvoyant and help them find things that were missing. Um, yes, the colonel is very upset. Uh, he has been searching for his brother for several weeks before finally finding his dead body. Um, I mean, there's other talk. I mean, people are talking about they wish they could go. That's a lot of money. What they would do with the money, you know, that kind of chatter. Uh, Important question. Uh, are they wanted dead or alive? It said dead or alive. But it does say in the fine print, in the full, in the fine print, you have to bring proof of death that prove it's them. And it's still the same amount of money. Yes. Okay. Okay, yeah, I'll come back over to the table. So you'll hear the the final words of uh, Seamus talking about he knows where they've been. Yeah, so I'll sit down and be like, so believe it, they, uh, they don't care if it's dead or alive. Pick up the deck of cards, just idly shuffling. There's no loss of Loss of capital if, you know, you come back dead as long as you bring back proof. What does mm. capital have to do with this? I just, I just face like, what? Russell returns to look. What? I'll look at the other two. Like, am I somehow crazy or did I miss something? With Well, you went up there. You know, cross his arms and lean on the table. Yeah, normally these kinds of things are like, you know, dead, $20, alive, $40. This is the same amount no matter what. That's going to clean out every house in town looking for these four. Yeah. 
Well, maybe it's just the whiskey. But I kind of like the present company. <sighs> and you said you know a tracker? He'll nod at the woman across the table. I've been known to uh, follow some animals around town, around here and, here and again. All right. Well, I think I'm about ready to be a couple thousand dollars richer. And that brings us to our friend here with the violin case. What about me? You've heard us talk about this. As far as I know, mm-hmm. while I have an appreciation for arts, people with a skill, I'm not quite sure if violin playing is going to help anybody. And you've heard all of our plans. I'd hate for you to sing. Well, they say that music can soothe the savage beast. A ritual murder and quartet? Oh, that I don't know. Is that your way of saying you want this boy? What, because you liked his daddy? Might have owed him a favor a long time ago. If I have the chance to square my books, I may as well take it. You need somebody to help you carry all that anyway. There you go. And he can carry the cook pot to the fire. All right. <sighs> I guess we could use some help carrying money. I lost about half of my own capacity for that. I got enough for a bottle of whiskey and make sure that that shoe's on that horse. At that, Eliza will approach the table with a bottle and four glasses. Here's that bottle, honey. She'll plop it down and toddle off again. Right on time. Shameless will uncork the bottle and pour in the, and he'll he's going to pour the entire bottle across the uh, the four different glasses. Well, he'll pour it across to his left and to his right. He'll lean forward, won't quite be able to get to Peppers. He'll just set the bottle down and slide it across to her, a quarter of it left. Yeah, Pepper just grabs the bottle and fills up her glass. Gus will take his uh, his glass and he'll lift it up and say, well, here's to working with y'all. Strangers in strange places. Here, here. <laughs> As Seamus raises his glass of whiskers and stubble on his blackened cheeks, rises up almost to his eyes. Thus concludes this episode of Deadlands, The Bloody Benders. This game references the Savage Worlds game system, available from Pinnacle Entertainment Group at www.peginc.com. It is unofficial media content permitted under the Media Network Content Agreement. This content is not managed, approved, or endorsed by Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Certain portions of the materials used are the intellectual property of Pinnacle, and all rights are reserved. Savage Worlds, all related settings, and unique characters, locations, logos, and trademarks are copyrights of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. One for every player. There you go. We finally got Craig in here. Uh, It is the 3rd of May, 2023. This is Session 1 of Dead or Alive, the Deadlands campaign. Can it be Dead or Alive? Lands or sea.
So then it's like Deadlands, Alive Sea. It doesn't really work, but... No, it doesn't. We're going to need us a powerful edit button. <laughs> no, see, we haven't even really started yet, so this is really just a, a select all, delete. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> That is how that works. Although when I edit this, I'll just cut this and add it to the end. And right after the outro that we haven't decided on yet is this will be the first thing. It's got to be a banjo. An evil banjo. (laughs) Or a fiddle. Evil fiddle. Evil fiddle. Mm. (laughs) No, can't use that one. So we're going to start this. We're going to roll it. It's been a long time coming. I'm super excited. Uh, paying attention to. And he begins to shuffle for the next hand. And then he fumbles the fucking cards like an idiot because West, they didn't have sleeves. Uh, what? The deck of cards that I'm shuffling to try and make sounds. I don't know if they're coming across. They are. I heard it. Yes. Yeah. You mean card sleeves, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, card sleeves. I'm like, what do you mean they don't have sleeves? They sleeves, have sleeves in the picture. They all have long sleeve shirts. What is this? It's, it's all tank tops all the time. <laughs> Oh this is 1884, Wait. not 1984. <laughs> we got Oz from zero to high dungeon in record time. <laughs> Just, we, we are all right, so ten minutes in. <laughs> I'm two beers. I'm two beers in already. We just got started. Buckle up. I couldn't find a single deck of regular playing cards in my apartment, so I had to get a deck of cards out of a board game, and that deck of cards has sleeves on it to protect them because they're for a board game. Oh. I'll go to the dollar store tomorrow and buy a deck of cards. Do you have tarot cards? Uh, I do. Susie does, but they're the wrong size. They're no, cards no, that make the Yu-Gi-Oh. flappy sound. So do these. Okay. <laughs> right, anyway. They just slipped out of my hand. So you guys said you take the wild die if it's higher? Mm-hmm. And just oh my. <laughs> Wow. Jesus. <laughs> I love... <laughs> That Sal <laughs> is the only one with the gambling skill, but he also has the poverty uh, hindrance. And yeah. it is, it's true. Well, now you know why I'm broke. <laughs> now no. you know why he's broke. You may know how to gamble, but he doesn't have any luck. Not like normal cigarettes or cigars that you've been smelling in the saloon. This is, has its own unique uh, scent. The Reaper Madness. <laughs> hey, look. Let's, let's let's use the old books. So page thirty six says sleight of hand, hiding or planting an item or picking a pocket require a simple success. If those are actively watching the character, it is by notice. By notice? Okay. By notice. Well no, they're enthralled with the poster and listening but he doesn't even get a chance? Uh, Why would anybody actively okay. watch somebody to steal from them? I'm just reading one the book. No, I know. Okay. It's, he failed. You have a pocket watch. And at that, we'll take a break. Sweet. Taking a break. Perfect. You know what I do before I go out and do a, a large endeavor? I get fucking trashed. I just <laughs> I kind of like the romantic idea of the toast. And I was like, this is a bad idea. <laughs> this is... <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Just all get fucked up and go try to find a bunch of Just go find these Satanists now that we're all fucking trashed in the middle of the night. Find them tonight. We gotta wait till daytime. (laughs) What the heck are we doing a a one-shot or a campaign here? 
No, and that's what I'm saying is that it would be a poor decision, which is what happens. <laughs> All right, let me get rid of the boys. Reset them. Okay.